And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. First, because it is hard for us to keep pure hearts clean and our minds pure, we need to be honest and willing to ask for help. However, it is not a coincidence that this prayer we're going to review in the Psalms reminds us that God continually speaks to us through his universe day and night. He also speaks to us through his law day and night. His communications are so powerful they can restore our souls day or night. And we need his help day and night. Next, there are so many things swirling about this world of ours, and the media is faithful in pointing out that there are disasters, no matter what your political position is, and the government is faithful in pointing out that if things are great, it's because of them and not God, and if things are lousy, it's not because of them, so blame anyone else, but God tells us how to settle down. And finally, why does leadership matter? Because lousy leadership can incur God's wrath in this country and every country. Unfaithfulness to the Lord can bring any government into trouble. Is America in trouble? I wonder why. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Oh, those are good. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and why they? So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. It works most of the time, even though my Chromebook is crumbling (laughs) each and every day. It's okay. That's all right. You can text us live during the show. This is just for text, just so you can know that, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us. We had a great call from Rob, a caller who just answered a trivia question, brought up a brilliant point about uh, the sons of God intermixing and rearing and uh, just brilliant. And so next week we're going to have a chance to address that. And I just want to thank him for that call and that response. Excellent job. But you can call us live during the show. You don't have to talk well. As most of you know, this is not professional radio. I mean, most of the time we think of it as two tin cans and a string. So it's the best that we can do, and we want you to just do the best you can, and we'll love you no matter what happens, because if you fear the Lord, you're our companion. 
We're just following King David in Psalm 119, 64, verse 64. So you can call us, by the way, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you make that call, you'll be talking to Dynamite. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. And when you're talking to Dynamite D, that's like Friday has come and the weekend has begun. Right? I'll take it. Are you right? I mean, how could you not? <laughs> Amen, brother. Preach. <laughs> Testify. Okay, here we go. So uh, bottom line to that process is maybe you've got a thought, a question, opinion, or a comment. Now, we're not looking to be a kvetch fest, and we, we've really discussed that at great length, and it's important to understand that because it's not just about you know getting together and going, well, this is bad, and this is bad, and this is bad. Got it, okay? The, the world is in rebellion against God. Nature is flipping out until the full redemption referenced in, in, in Romans 8 and in Romans 1 uh, is, is, is executed. It's still going to be that way. We're still going to see the ups and downs. There's still going to be contradictions in the frameworks. There's still going to be good. There's still going to be evil. It's going to grow together. Got it, got it, got it. But in the meantime, let's do this. Let's help each other stand firm. Let's help each other with the onslaught of the things that the enemy throws at us. Let's encourage one another as the day of the return of Jesus Christ gets closer and closer. So if you've got something you want to share, let's do it that way. Let's share that question. If you've got the best secret sauce for barbecue, call in and share it. If you've got a testimony that the Lord has done something marvelous for you, share that. If you have a situation and it is just going crazy and you need some help, Let's pray about it. Let's do that together. And if you have an answer to trivia, well, then you can answer this. Okay? All right. In the New Testament, who publicly condemned Herodias's marriage to Herod Antipas? In the New Testament, who publicly condemned Herodias's marriage to Herod Antipas? I'll give you the chance to respond to that, Joanne and Cordelia on fire today. They're on fire today. Uh, if you think you know the answer, uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at he must org. Okay, so I did tell you guys, I'm just trying to make sure that I cover all this stuff. I told you about Rob. I told you about Billy. Please be in prayer for my brother. That's important. Um, told you about that. Told you about that. One thing I did want to bring up, and I'm going to give uh, later in the show, I'm going to give Dynamite D a chance to talk about this, unless you want to do it now. It's up to you. But uh, he wanted people to know that you can access the station right through your phone. If you're having a problem and you don't have our app, or the station's app. What did you What did you do to get uh, to be able to listen to the station? What did you do? So I googled K A A M, the radio station uh, dial, and then um, it'll take you to the show, and you can hear it live, and it's crispy clear. So if they want to pull up on their phone, just Google the radio station, and it'll pull up and play, and that way they can hear it on their phone if they're not driving. I mean, if they're not listening to it on the radio. Right. So if you don't have the app, and you're like, well, how do I listen to that? That that's the way to do it, right there. See. See, we provide everything. It's all all the expensive stuff that we spend money for. 
<laughs> but here's our answer, right? Use Google. All right, anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. All right, yes, we have our trivia question. Uh, nothing else I want to cover on that end. There is this teaching I want to do. It's just wonderful. I love some of these teachings, and uh, I'll give you a chance to answer the trivia one more time. In the New Testament, who publicly condemned Herodias's marriage to Herod Antipas? Somebody did that. Who did that? Who did that? 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. Psalm, uh, Psalm 19, verse 14. It looked like there was a one in front of it. Sorry. Psalm 19, verse 14. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So here is a text, and yes, I'm not pulling it in the full context. And for those that are listening to the show, we do both expository and topical. We also use the DAP principle, if you're not familiar with that. That's called the dynamic application principle, which means that there's times where you'll read a, a, a verse, mm-hmm. and it's just the Lord just speaks to you, and it tells you something personal. It tells you something you really need, like, oh, man, kind of like jumps off the page, and it's like, man, do I need this? Man, do I need this? Now, we do have somebody calling in, and they are ready to answer the trivia question, so we will let them answer it, and then we'll come back into this psalm, because it's so beautiful. Uh, send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, Dave. This is John. Hi, John. How are you? Does that tell you anything? <laughs> it's, you know, brother, I don't know if you noticed or not, but outside, it's wet. And you know what I said? <laughs> you know what I said? It's liquid sunshine, brother. It's liquid sunshine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, you want the answer to the trivia question? I do. I know you know it. Give me the answer to the trivia question. Who did that? Who? I was kind. Of, I was kind of alluding to you, but uh, it's John the Baptist. That is correct, Amanda. <laughs> and that, and we uh, many people call him, and it's okay to do this. We call him Johnny B. <laughs> <That's so laughs> okay. Hey, man. I appreciate your show. Uh, be in prayer for me and my family, and uh, I guess uh, I'll let you get on with your business. Well, listen, let me pray for you. Can I pray for you right now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our brother and his family to you. Lord, you know every nuance, every situation, every frustration, every disappointment. We ask you to bring your healing balm, your grace, your mercy. Breathe life into them. Breathe into them hope and joy and confidence for something better. In the name of Jesus, we pray for grace upon the family. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, brother. Thank you. I'm praying for you, too. All right. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank Uh you. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Great job. All right. So let's go into this. I'm going to go like a minute longer or whatever. I'm going to tell Dee. I've got to tell him what's going on. He's like, what are you doing, Dave? I don't know. It does remind me of that movie. What are you doing today, you know, uh, Napoleon? <laughs> Whatever I want. Gosh. All right. Anyway. <laughs> See, I know. I know those things. All right. Here we go. Uh, 1940. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So it's a simple question. I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to be really nice about it. Don't get offended. Okay. Do we, with our mouth, say things that please the Lord? Okay, so 
part of that is speaking life, right? If life and death are in the power of the tongue and God is a God of life, and for those who don't understand that God is a God of life, you wouldn't be alive if he wasn't a God of life, okay? It's just that simple. There'd be no humans. Okay, done, okay? It's not even an argument. That's not even a theological discussion. That's just, okay, move past that. The words that we speak, are they life? The ponderings of our heart, uh-oh, are they clean? Most people, most of the time, okay? So there's a statistic from scientists, and I'm going to tell you this right now. It's an absolute lie. Did you hear what I just said? And the statistic is that men think about sex every seven point some odd seconds. I got a message for you. Not only is that a lie and ridiculous, and never forget this, numbers don't lie. It's just people who use numbers that lie. So just remember that. That's just the the bottom line. That's not true. I can promise you every time I went into some kind of examination on my doctorate, let me just I'm just going to help you. And the and the examination was 2 hours long. There was not a single nuance of sex in my mind. There was an absolute nuance of remember everything from Genesis 1:1 to Revelation 22:21, Dave. Okay. <laughs> it's just like what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, people. And see, they people say that. Is it always perfect? No, but it's a lot better than perhaps we think, although the devil is pretty good at accusing us regardless. But the reason that we want to keep it right is because we want to please him, right? So what, what David writes, he says, May the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock. See that my? That's a very personalization. Lord is a master of all that we have and all that we are. Our rock is our strength to be leaned on, and our redeemer is the one who buys us back. He's like, I just, I want to do it right, Lord, to you, towards you, uh, you know, and and you just that personalization of him saying, "My God, my rock, my redeemer." Because he wants to make it right and do it right before the Lord. If you've got that heart. You've got a heart for God. That's it. There's nothing else to it. Okay? All right. Uh, take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill. Can't stand the shame. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. 
What is the David Spoon experience? Is because heaven is not some statuesque place where people go there and then freeze. Wait, I'm in heaven. I'm standing. Nope, I can't sit. Wait, no, I'm in heaven. I'm sitting. No, wait, I can't stand. Where does that kind of concept of heaven come from? Well, is he standing or is he sitting? I'm going to go with he's doing both. He's standing on this one. He's sitting on this one. Over there, he could be doing a Scooby-Doo act. I don't know what he's doing. All I know is that heaven is not about frozen people that don't move. And if we don't get a better handle on what heaven is, we're going to lose our communication of our hope to a hope that's based on 72 virgins, which guarantees you after 73 times, it's not the fun it was the 72 times. It's so ridiculous. And that's the hope we're not winning on? You have got to be kidding me. The David Spoon Experience. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video, but you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable, but it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready to offer up our next trivia question. In which gospel is the account of the parable of the ten virgins? In which gospel is the account of the parable of the ten virgins? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can Text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. While you guys are trying to figure out that question, I have in my hand a series of very short, fast jokes. So uh, Dynamite D is ready. There are, uh, there's one, two, three, there's three, um, Four one-liners, <laughs> so they're short, okay? Got me? As short as in short, okay? All right, here we go. I will say on the very first answer that we're talking uh, in regards to <laughs> Eric, Eric writes, not Peter. <laughs> it's one of the Gospels. Okay, never mind. All right, here we go. Uh, this is from Charlie Brown. 
you guys know who Charlie Brown is from the Peanuts, right? Okay. He says this. Uh, I ha- uh, Cordelia's right. I have a new philosophy. I am only going to dread one day at a time. <laughs> Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish God! Ah! All right. <laughs> so for those people who are ever offended about any Jewish anything, I'm Jewish. Sit down. I will tell you all about real matzo ball soup. Okay. Um... Here's a really good one. It's very reassuring for, to some people to know that there is biblical support for having a garage sale. In Ecclesiastes 3.6, it says a time to keep and a time to throw away. Okay, there you go for that. Uh, here's the next one. We do have somebody on call, so I'll give them a chance, but I want to get through the jokes first, okay? All right, so just hang in there. Um, Ecclesiastes, also from Ecclesiastes 3. This is another good one. Silence is evidence. Okay, Listen to this well. line. This is a great line. Silence is evidence of a superb command of the English language. (laughs) See, that's funny. And then uh, two other ones. Here's a one-liner. This is just cute. And then we have the final joke. Uh, In spite of the cost of living, it's still very popular. (laughs) Okay. And then this is the last one, and I like this one. Now tell me, said the Bible teacher, what is the opposite of the word weep? Laugh, replied the class. And what is the opposite of the word sadness? Gladness, they all said together. And what is the opposite of the word woe? Giddy up, said some students. There you go. Giddy up. (laughs) Somebody ready to answer a trivia question? Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, David. This is Cordelia. Hi, Cordelia. How you doing? Fine. Thank you very much. I'm enjoying your show. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. You're such a blessing. I really appreciate you. Okay. All right. Okay. Are right, you ready for this one? Here we go. Here's the question. Uh, In which gospel is there an account of the parable of the ten virgins? Matthew 25. That is correct, Amanda! <laughs> that is right. Now, I just got to ask you, just got to, did you instantly know, oh, that's Matthew? Or did you have to well, think about yes. it? In a way, I did. But I did say to Joy, not Matthew 24, and it was, she looked it up, it was Matthew 25. So that's a little bit wrong, but, you know, I hear a lot about that. Uh, and you know, so anyway, good job, that was great. You nailed it down, just excellent work, Cordelia. You have just done so well, you are doing great. Love it, great job. Uh, okay, well, thank you. You have a great day. All right, okay, God bless. Okay, God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, Cordelia, so sweet, so so sweet. Okay, all right, you ready? Ready for this? All right, this is a, this is this is such a good teaching. I'm gonna mess it up. So at least you can know that ahead of time, okay? Now listen, I'm not taking away from anybody's eschatology, okay? Just, just, but listen to what, listen to what Jesus said. Luke 21, 11 through 13. There will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and pestilence. There will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogue and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors for my name's sake. Verse 13, 
This will be your opportunity to bear witness. Okay? So what most people think about when they think about persecution is, I definitely want pre-trib, pre-rapture. I, I mean, pre-millennial, pre pre-trib. I want the. Uh, I, I don't want any rapture taking place afterwards. Get me out as soon as possible. And nobody disagrees that that would be terrific. Okay, but it's not going to be that way for everybody. It doesn't matter what classification you put under there. The bottom line is that there is going to be synagogues and prisons that are going to be housing people who are of faith. And if you haven't figured that out, synagogues is the spiritual side of things and prison is the secular side of things. Right. And here it is. Right. In everything that we go through, like we said at the beginning of the show, in the very first segment, every single—I told—I told everybody, somebody from Hong Kong, we don't know anybody in Hong Kong, tried to uh, uh, take the money out of our account, so they froze our account for the the ministry. Just happened in the last a couple hours. It's like everything has a purpose, and you think, well, what could the what could possibly be the purpose of allowing that to happen? Well, one, that God protects us, and that two, maybe there'll be an opportunity to witness to somebody when I go into the bank and share, hey, we got to do this, we got to change this, we got to change this. But every opportunity that presents itself has this purpose. And the Lord is telling people, look, there's going to be persecution. It's going to be ugly. It's not going to be pretty. People aren't going to be singing and dancing about it because it's going to be tough stuff. But this will be an opportunity to bear witness. You'll have a chance to speak for Jesus. Hey, if you're a Christian, you're a genuine Christian, authentic Christian, not a Christian in the moment, not a Christian for political reasons or for business expediency. If you're a genuine, born-again, Bible-believing Christian, if our Heavenly Father is your dad, the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior, if the Holy Spirit is your comforter and your guide, and you're, it's genuine, it's real, and there's no authentic, you're going to heaven. You're, that's, you're, you're not going to stop believing. And you're not going to stop believing the Word of God. And the Word of God teaches us, look, I have a purpose. I have a plan. The things that the Lord does has purpose or plan. And you think, well, not well. And if all things work together for good, why does that not include persecution? Maybe somebody can explain that to me. So what we should do is, and I know this is radical, it's a little bit of radical Christianity, we're going to just say it, we're going to settle in our minds, whatever is going to happen, we're going to do this marvelous thing that Jesus said, we're going to not worry. <laughs> yes. I think everybody should participate in the political process. Yes, I think you should specifically vote Bible. Yeah, because before anything else, before you can even say love, truth has to be declared because you don't even know what real love is unless you operate in the love that's defined by the truth. Okay, because the world thinks love is everything's so great. Everybody can do whatever they want. Kissy, kissy, smoochy, smoochy. Doesn't matter how perverted you are. And God's the, the complete opposite. Jesus said, those that I love, I rebuke. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, oh. And so, yeah, you should participate. You should use it. But you know what you should do beyond all of that? You should settle in your mind. I should settle in my mind. Nah, I'm not going to worry about it. Because it is not out of God's control. But Dave, what about my circumstance? Because this person is this, and this is happening, and this is going on, and this is going on. It is not outside 
of God's control. Okay, we got to take our break. And in taking the break, then what we'll do is we'll hold on to the person who's calling in. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. This is one of the first verses in my Christian faith that I learned. Which is, you know, it's, you don't think about it, but when I first became a Christian, people would share this verse with me. I didn't know why. I was going to find out why because God was going to set me free from a lot of drug use, but I didn't know then what was going on. I was like, oh, I keep hearing this verse. Uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. The freedom for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So now in our society, you say the word slavery, and people start going, and then everybody starts freaking out. You know what? We're never going to change what the gospel is, and the gospel is the reality, the truth. We're not going to alter it for culture. We're not going to say it differently so people aren't offended. If you're offended, turn the radio off. Okay? That's your answer. You've got fingers. Use them. Here's our, you've got the ability to turn it on. You've got the ability to turn it off. Here's the bottom line. Every one of us, every one of us, before Jesus Christ was in bondage to sin. Every one of us. Now that we are in Jesus Christ, we are free from the penalty of that sin, and the Lord is working in us the process to overcome that sin practically. We've talked about it multiple times. You understand salvation from a little bit of a, you know, smart, not smart, um, multiple scripture point of view. Scriptures talk about salvation being past tense. Scripture talks about salvation being present tense. And scripture talks about salvation being future tense. But the only way that could happen is if, watch this, salvation is past tense, present tense, and future tense. <laughs> See, it's the only way it can happen is because that's what it says. And so in that, we need to understand that from the past point of view, we are free from the penalty of sin. Yay! Currently, we're going through what is called sanctification, where we're being delivered. We're delivered from the power of sin, and we're learning in our own lives. We don't have to live for sin. And then eventually, when we're with the Lord forever and ever, we will be free from the presence of sin, and there won't be any evil, any bad, any yucky. Okay? Cool. In the meantime, while the justification, while the penalty for sin is done, while the freedom is there, the sanctification process is the one where he makes you look like Jesus now that he's pronounced you to be like Jesus, and that's the one you got to fight through. That's the one that you have to go, you know what, I'm free. I just don't have to do that. I don't have to. That, therefore, becomes a responsibility because the scripture says, stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery, which means that you can. But if you do, it'll be your choice. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. All right, now, this is a little bit of a harder trivia question, okay? Is that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you ahead of time, okay? 
And the answer to this question is in the book of Genesis. Okay. How old was Abraham when Sarah gave birth to Isaac? How old was Abraham when Sarah gave birth to Isaac? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david at he must increase.org. You can send a paper airplane, but it probably won't work. Uh, we do have somebody that's ready to answer a call, but let me ask uh, Dynamite D, can we send them to the site first and then take the call? Can we do that? Let's All do right. it. Okay, so here's the thing I want to tell you about the website. Ready? So I'll make it easy. Ready? Ready? Many, 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 many. Great. He must increase.org. Prayer request. He must increase.org. Praise report. He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry? He must increase.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. That's <laughs> just so fast. That's somebody banging their head against the wall. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> All right. We got somebody ready to answer a trivia questions. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Ronnie. Hi, Ronnie. How are you, brother? Doing great. How you doing? I'm doing good. I did receive the package. I haven't had a chance to open it because I, the truth of the matter is I got into the studio 20 minutes late because it took me an hour and 20 minutes to get to the studio today. It was just like, it was like, I was just thinking, I need a helicopter or something, a boat, anything. This is wild. You need, so, hey, so, you need so, to learn the back street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my brother, this is a great question. And then there's this follow-up thought, so I want to do it together. So we, you, I need you to help me to get through I mean, it, right? I didn't know the answer. Well, if, <laughs> if not, we'll get you there, and you know that, but I think you do. How old was Abraham when Sarah gave birth? birth to Isaac. He was a hundred. That is correct, am I now? <laughs> now, now, here's the thing, because there's different dates and different floats. So he was 86 when he when we had Ishmael come about. Uh, Absolutely. So that was a, so there was that 13 year difference. But now here's a follow up, real tough but interesting question, and you gotta really dig deep for this one. How old was Abraham when he got the promise for Isaac? Do you remember that? You say the promise for Isaac? Yeah, in other words, when God told him, I got I got something for you, dude. He was 75. That is exactly right. You are right. And see what people miss. Here's what they miss. And that's why I'm so glad you did that. Because God makes a promise. And so people see and they go, uh, well, he made a promise, so it's happening right away. 25 years later, it happened. And it's just like people don't recognize that a promise from God is a promise from God, even if it's 25 years later. Yeah, but you know what? A lot deeper than that, when you look at that 15th chapter of Genesis and see how the promise was God, God made the promise. Abraham fell, well, he was Abraham then, he fell asleep. Oh, you're talking about the covenant time? Yeah. Yep, yep. With the dream, you mean? Yep, yep. I love part of it, too. Yep, 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 yep. See, I love talking to you. (laughs) 
<laughs> you have to love it, right? It's so good. Yeah. Uh, all right, my but brother. People don't realize that, you know, it's the same principle when we're trusting in him in the New Testament under the New Covenant. Abraham didn't have anything to offer. God did everything. That's right. He he covered both sides of it. There's such a great teaching on that. In fact, a, a teacher at, I'm trying to think of what church it was, a really well-known teacher uh, up in the north area did just this fantastic, really long teaching on it. It's just his name is escaping me. I think it's North Hills Church where the pastor is there. I can't think it's Pastor Jason or something like that. Just a great, great job. So it's a great teaching. Mm-hmm. We have to explore that for sure. We just got to. It's okay. great stuff. Excellent, excellent job, by the way. All right, thank you. All right, brother. God bless you. God bless you, too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, so here is uh, the history. Let's see, do you want to do the history? Uh, do you want to wait on the history? You want to do the history or you want to wait on the history? What We've do you been want doing it. Is this the second, the second this, we do it or do we switch Well, it? sometimes we do it in the third one. Sometimes we do it in the fourth one. So Your you call. Do, you do, it, do it. Let's do it in the fourth one. Okay, because this little teaching thing here. Now, you guys know I'm not big on. Okay, this I'll just say it for the fifteen thousandth time, right? Okay, politics. All right, okay. poly means many, ticks, blood sucking insect. Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't know what's so hard about that, right? That's okay. But this is why leadership matters. This is why you need to. Uh, and I'll say this: uh, let them toss me in jail. Okay, guys, vote Bible. I don't care what anybody says. You want to know what it is? I, it's, Take the word of God and say, line up, line up, line up, line up. Some things don't line up. Yep, okay. Then use use the wisdom God gave you. Use your evaluative abilities. You can pick which ice cream you like. You can pick a candidate. Okay, I'm just saying, so let's not get weird on it. But leadership in general matters. And you think, well, how much does it matter? Great question. Let's look at the word of God. Second Chronicles 28, 16 through 19. At that time, King Ahaz asked the king of Syria for help. The Edomites came again, attacked Judah, and took captives. The Philistines also raided the cities in the Judean foothills and the Negev of Judah, and they captured Beth Shemeth and Ajalon and Kiradoth and Soko and its villages, Timnah and its villages, Gimzo and its villages, and they all lived there. For the Lord humbled Judah because of King Ahaz of Judah, who threw off restraint in Judah and was unfaithful to the Lord. So let's just hear the verse 19, which is the one that you got to take a spotlight and shine it on. I'm not picking a political party because I personally think people have uh, greatly misunderstand that the kingdom of God is the kingdom of God and everything else is just interesting. That's just my opinion. But verse 19, the Lord humbled Judah. You mean the whole group? Yeah. Because of King Ahaz of Judah. Wait a minute. He humbled Judah because of the king of Judah? Yeah. And the reason is because King Ahaz threw off restraint in Judah. And he threw off restraint in Judah and was unfaithful to the Lord. Four things. You cannot miss this. The Lord humbled Judah because of the king who threw off restraint and was unfaithful to God. That's why leadership matters. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Well, there it is. 
There were people attacking Judah because the Lord was humbling Judah because King Ahath, through off restraint, was unfaithful to the Lord, and the Lord punished the people. And you're thinking, but, 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 it doesn't work that way. Here's how it works. In our country, we pick the leaders. If we pick leaders and those leaders lead the people into sin, who is to blame? This is like so so we you gotta blame the Lord because it's like come on and the Lord will humble a nation. You think uh, you think America's the only nation that's been humbled? It's being humbled, and maybe the Lord will have some restoration of it. But look, when the leaders of our country say you should be able to abort a baby right up to the time of its birth, those people are demonic in their thoughts. Period. In fact, the Bible is so clear about the spilling of innocent blood. When you spill innocent blood on the land, you have defiled the land of God. If you spill innocent blood on the planet, you defile the planet that God has created. And just for reference sake, not making the argument in this moment, but just making it very simplistic, 21 days after there's conception for a baby, there is blood in that child. And if you spill that blood, you have spilled innocent blood. Period. There is nothing else to be said. This is no argument, no statement. You spill blood, it's innocent, you're guilty. There it is. And yet we have leaders going, well, this is the greatest thing ever. Let's kill the kid when he's nine months old. Or nine months in the womb. What a bunch of morons. Dave, that's not nice to say. That's because I'm not allowed to say what I want to say because we have restrictions here. Those people are leading our nation into sin. You better participate because it's ugly. And if that's permitted, and and just, just, I just got to see. Somebody's like, well, you know, when it made reference to King David being, you know, in the womb, that was a special. There's actually people that are trying to justify abortion because King David, they're singing about as somebody special. And he said, it was in the womb. You formed me. You knew me, so on and so forth. And they were like, well, that was just King David. Really? Well, what's funny about that is that there was this woman who had these twins. And inside her were these two twins that were wrestling with each other. And she said, what's the deal, God? And God said, you have two nations in your womb. I don't hear them them commenting on that. These people are just... This makes me want to throw up. Be All, right. All right. Let's just, let me just, we're going to take our break here. <laughs> if I don't take a break, I'll lose my mind. All right, folks. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Taking a short break, then we'll come back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. 
no outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. CowPunchSites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? By the way, I found out uh, just the other day, I know you don't know this, but I found out that I am one of the most hated uh, people in the United States of America and in the world. Did you know that? Uh, because you're a middle-aged white guy? Huh. Let me help you out here, son. Let me help you out. Not only am I a middle-aged white guy, by the way, thanks for the middle age line. <laughs> Thanks, pal. I appreciate that. I'm not uh, that far behind. Uh, okay. Well, that's not the point. The point is I'm also – ready? Ready? I'm also Jewish. Okay? So I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm Christian. So I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm conservative. I have a lot of people that don't like me right there. I'm an American. Got a lot of people that don't like me right there. I mean, you see where we're going with this? And and I have a talk show. <laughs> So that's just – you put all those together. Uh, my you got points, me left. Yeah, I love I, you, buddy. I mean, come on. You know, just because they love me doesn't mean uh, they're right. And just because they hate me doesn't mean they're wrong. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. If Jesus was like Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where I've taken some of my calm-me-down tea, and now I'm just being calm. Yeah, right. All right, anyway, <laughs> we got our next trivia question, and I've got such a great hint for you. Now, I'm going to give you a second. I'm going to share the trivia question to see if you can get it, okay? Then we're going to do our history. Then I'm going to repeat the trivia question with the best hint ever. Uh, here's the question. In the New Testament, Paul spoke to which governor and his wife, not which king and his wife, which governor and his wife about righteousness, self-control, and judgment? In the New Testament, okay? So you guys know that. All right, that's fine. All right. Paul spoke to which governor of his wife about righteousness, self-control, and judgment? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we will do history. Let's go All right, a couple of good ones uh, on today. Today is National Chocolate Day. Yum. Yum, right? I mean, if you're having a problem with chocolate, I, I can't help you. 
But, Dave, I don't like chocolate cake. Really? Any particular reason? You just don't like the texture? No, but I like brownies. I like a Hershey. I like a lot of candy. Okay. I don't really eat like any, but I'm just saying everything is up chocolate cake. Is that not weird? That's weird. Uh, but, but see, because you said brownies, all is forgiven because I'm a huge brownie fan. <laughs> Give me some with nuts on them. Huh? Give me some with some nuts on them. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge, I love brownies. As most of the audience knows. Okay, now I'm getting hungry. Dave. Okay, let's switch. Okay. All right, uh, today is Statue of Liberty Dedication Day, so I assume that means that this was the day that, uh, yes, it is. It's the day that it was dedicated 1886 in the uh, New York Harbor. Uh, it's also International Animation Day, which is cool when you got good cartoons. I mean, good cartoons are cool. I mean, I, I like cartoons. I'm sorry. You know, some cartoons are funnier than others. Uh, 1492, actually on this day, technically, uh, Christopher Columbus landed in Cuba. I guess he was looking for some kind of health care. Oh, that's a joke. Uh, 1868, Thomas Edison applied for his first patent, the electric vote recorder. Uh, 1890 on this day, fingerprinting. Wow. Fingerprinting started on this day. The father of fingerprinting, Henry Falds, uh, was the first to suggest using fingerprints. And then finally, in 1927, the first scheduled international passenger flight. Listen to this. Erica like this. The first scheduled international passenger flight is flown when Pan Am f- uh, flying a route from Key West to Havana. There you go. All right. Let's go back to this trivia question, which most people are like, Oh, Dave, you went on your rant on abortion. Now I can't talk to you. Okay, well, I love you anyway. In the New Testament, Paul spoke to which governor and his wife about uh, righteousness, self-control, and judgment? Here is the answer. No, here is the hint. Here's your hint. Ready? You ready? Do, 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 cat. Do, 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 do. Okay, that's your hint. Do you get that? I'm just making sure we understood that. Cat. The cat. Who was the cat? The famous cat. The most famous cat before Garfield. That name right there, that's the name of the governor. <laughs> see if you can get it now. Uh, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. Uh, 214-210-8483. That is the text number. And then uh, david at hemustincrease.org. We do have somebody calling in. And I got to see. Uh, yep, somebody is calling in. See, I think the hint was pretty helpful. do 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 is that not a great hint? Okay, go ahead and send them on through. <laughs> knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Knock, knock, this is David. Oh, they're still on hold. Push the button. Knock, knock. Let's see, there it is. Knock, 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 knock. This is still on hold. It's blinking. It's blinking. There it is. No, now it's blinking. <laughs> Don't you guys love live radio? There, there. No, it's blinking. You gotta push the button. No, yes, there. Nope. We'll have to do that again. Have them call back. Wait, they're there. They're there. Okay, now are we ready? You there? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Oh, hey Gary. What's happening, man? Well, not much. <laughs> How now, are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing a lot better today. Now That's I, good. I I gotta think that the hint was helpful. 
I, I just, it was. I mean, it come was. on, that's just classic. But let's go ahead and give the people the answer. In the New Testament, Paul spoke to which governor's wife about righteousness, self-control, and judgment? Felix. That is correct, Amundo! You are right. Felix the cat. Felix the cat. Yeah, you couldn't miss it. That's why I was going to end with this one, because I knew people would get it once I gave the hint. You know, it's like, how do you not remember Felix the cat? The one with the cat. <laughs> There's a lot of younger people might not know. I, I, I know, but that's why I'm counting on people like you and me. <laughs> how young are we talking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's Dynamite D's going, who? Who? <laughs> you who? didn't know who Felix the cat was. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's stuck in the Garfield realm. <laughs> yeah, that's about my era. There's a Poindexter in there. Yep. Know. Yep. His bag of tricks. Remember that? Bag of tricks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're killing me, Smalls. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Gary. That's right. great. People will, I'm going to ask people, remember to pray for Gary over the weekend. He's our good brother. Okay? I'll uh, keep praying for all of you, and God bless all of you. God bless you, bro. Bye-bye. All right. That was a great hint for those of us who are older let's finish off the show with this first corinthians chapter one verse four through seven by the way first corinthians second corinthians romans there's a lot of these different books that we're going to be looking at teaching first timothy second timothy titus so on and so forth uh and james and so on all right here's what it says first corinthians chapter one verse four through seven i always thank god for you because of his grace given you in christ jesus for in him you have been enriched in every way, in all your speaking and in all your knowledge, because our testimony about Christ was confirmed in you. Verse 7, and the key to the text here, Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. All right? All right. What you need to understand about the Greek, I'm not going to, it's not an argument in regards to second blessings or uh, separate anointings or nothing. It's got nothing to do with that. Just listen to the text. The grace given, so listen to what he says. He says to you, because of the grace given, that word is charis in the Greek, and that means the full measure of grace. So think of grace uh, as a cup of water, just for a second, and you have a cup. I think a cup's eight ounces or something like that, uh, right? So you take eight ounces, you put it in an eight-ounce cup. That's charis. That's the grace given, okay? Then it says this. It says, therefore, you do not like any spiritual gift. That word in the Greek is charisma, Okay, so it's C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A. And that word means if you had eight ounces for a cup of water, and that's the fullness of grace, you, you got to pour out about seven ounces. You'll have an ounce of that grace left. That's what the spiritual gift word means. It means it's, it's almost like a bracelet of grace. In other words, it's often called in theological terms gracelets because they're like small bracelets of grace. So when it says, I always thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus, that's the full measure of grace. But then in verse 7 where it says you do not like any spiritual gift, that's referring to the smaller elements, the charisma or the bracelets of grace. And the whole point of the text is in Jesus, you don't lack anything, okay? The arguments come in this place, and we'll make it super easy and super fast. 
The simple question is, because we get the whole package when we get Jesus, you get it all in Jesus, but the majority of the people are not open to the full package. And the real question is, how much of the package that comes through Jesus do we open up through our entire lifetime? Now, if you want to call that a second uh, condition, I don't even have a problem with that. The answer is you get everything you need in Jesus, but the truth is you're not open to all that at one time. I mean, just like to be honest, how many times has God come into your life and gone, yeah, we're going to do this different. Yeah, now we're changing. I said yes to Jesus. It wasn't six months later before I got delivered from drugs. It's like, that's just what happened. Wasn't open to it. When I got open to it, then I was really open to it. So all I'm trying to say is, if you got Jesus, you have Jesus lives in your heart by faith. The Holy Spirit actually lives inside of you in residency. It's all given by the grace of God, given because God loves you. In Jesus, you have everything you need. You have the whole package. The simple question is, how much of the package are you opened, open to opening? Open up more. That would be the answer. Okay? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 70 and one half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Destroying everyone and everything we find. He's the hungry giant. He's the Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.